the thing about uh, Sierra's prayer and Summer Walker's version, but the way it's being socially received is, yeah, girl, pray this prayer and Russell Wilson going to show up. And I got a problem with that. Why do you have why do you have a problem with that? Because that is not reality. You gonna you gonna pray for this. And Russell Wilson is not gonna come knocking at your door. Yo, this is Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collective. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. Walker! We've been the Peace and blessings, beloveds. We want to welcome you guys to the latest and greatest episode. And we want to shout out all of our listeners, both brand spanking new and old welcome guys thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit everyone is here gatry how are you sir i'm doing well how are you better this week better this week yeah like i said when we were walking in i had my own share of first world problems this week but um I executed them with precision. So, yeah, better. So if you have first world problems, that means things are good. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, yeah. Black, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. I didn't have any first world problems this week. So even better, that means? Uh, Yeah, better, I would say. Yeah, good for you. I, I didn't have any first world problems, not to my knowledge. Okay. Not to my knowledge, though. Yeah. That's it? Yeah, I mean, unless y'all want to hear about my first world problems. We don't. Okay. Well, then, yeah, that's it. <laughs> How did the season end with uh, with uh, BG? Were you coaching him in something, or is that so far in the, in the rear oh, view? Sorry. Is you, that so far in the rear view that... You mean my son. I was thinking of something else. <laughs> with the hot boys or something? No. <laughs> um, we were undefeated. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Undefeated? Yes. We did not lose one single game in four-year-old fall T-ball. How many games did you play? We played, I think we got, we got six in. We had seven scheduled. One got rained out. Congratulations. You the head coach, right? Yeah. No. There's, there's fine print here. So what's the fine print? They don't turn on the scoreboards. But on my coaching resume, you better believe I'm putting undefeated season. <laughs> you had to wear a cap when you was coaching games too. Yes, mandatory. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can. Okay. No, um, it ended. It ended well. Uh, I don't think he's gonna play again. Yeah, you you mentioned that. It's... Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. I you know my wife was that's telling. Okay, if he doesn't. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We'll find something else for him to do. But my wife was telling me after the fact, she said, we, we have these pictures on our fridge, these magnetic pictures of when YG was playing T-ball. And he's a picture with him in a bat and like, a, you know, artificial stadium in the background. And we really think he wanted to play to get the picture to put on the fridge. We don't think he actually wanted to like really play. Mm. So uh, unfortunately for him, if he's going to do a picture, uh, a picture, a magnetic picture, 
he's gonna have to subscribe to Pitch, sp- picture a picture 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 a picture of pictures okay. um but he if he's gonna get one of those he's gonna have to subscribe to a full spring season of t-ball and uh, between the three of us in this room that ain't happening because he doesn't want to do it no he's not gonna do it again but yeah that's fine yeah that's i mean but that, the, the I thing i saw a picture of him he looks just like yg if I'm if I'm looking and at him right, someone else told us that this week. I saw you don't see it. No, okay. I'm just glad they don't look like me. What's that supposed to mean? Dude, I want them to have my wife's looks for for the betterment of them. You know you want you know how they say you want better for your kids. That's an example. Why is that? What what what's that saying about you? You saying you're not a? Uh, I think my wife is a way more attractive person than I am. Okay. So if I had to pick. But you say that as though if they did give your looks, they're 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 damned to eternity. No, they're just better off with her looks. They got the flat nose though. That whatever genetic strand that is, whoa. Okay, they're mine. They're stamped. They're stamped with the flat nose. <laughs> what? I'm just listening to you talk. Okay, about flat noses. <laughs> Shall we get into the rest of the podcast, sir? If you don't have anything else that you want to share with us, money bags, and we will. Wow, well, money bag Walker. <laughs> how are my money bags? I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at my calendar. It's about time for another raise. It's a, at the rate that you're going. <laughs> 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 I do have an interesting decision to make, though, in terms of like work and whatnot. I do have an interesting decision to make in terms of like the trajectory as it pertains to uh, my nine to five or eight to mm. five. A crossroads coming up? Um, not necessarily in terms of staying or leaving. It's it's in terms of just responsibility. Yeah, I got some decisions to make there, um, and I've got some pretty good good options. But I actually see the path that one takes me. I don't necessarily see the other one. So I'm trying to make sense of that one before I pull the trigger. Even though the other one is pretty neat and cool, it's like new type stuff. But I see, I see where one path would definitely take me, like in terms of resume building. So okay, yeah. So you got a pretty impressive career, if I might. Well, thank you, sir. I mean, you really do, Walker. Thank you, sir. Are we connected on LinkedIn? No. Okay, I'm gonna change that. Are you on LinkedIn? That's why you're not connected. What? This is a lot more awkward than I thought it was going to be. Is it? Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Shall we get into the rest On of the- with it, Walker. Let's do this. We've done talking about your bags. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent you guys a text in the group chat. Heard nothing back from Black. But whatever. It is what it is. Gatry saw it and I guess it resonated with you in some way. Absolutely. I did see it. Got, I didn't say you didn't see it. He ghosted us. I didn't say you didn't see it. I know you saw it. I'm saying I heard nothing back from you. You did. <laughs> what, what, what I hear? What I hear? What I hear? <laughs> Not, didn't hit as hard as those international crickets. <laughs> He brought some back. He brought some back with him. They still alive? <laughs> wow. You know, he didn't he didn't respond to the church one either. 
the church. Oh yeah. yeah, but but I gave him a we gave him a pass because he had just got back in town, right? You did. You didn't. My thing is, man, once you start breathing this domestic air, <laughs> you gonna get these texts. Cause he sure didn't get him. He sure didn't get him. He was oh, on vacation. What? <laughs> Vacation equals airplane mode. Man. <laughs> anyway, then, anyway he, then he texts me back at what? <laughs> like, we don't need you now. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's drop everything in the nah, man, Get out of here. Oh, we're going back to the <laughs> studio now. <laughs> Even though it is one o'clock in the morning here. Who does it? Who is this guy? <laughs> anyway, sent the text, um, and it was a tweet by one little Duval. <laughs> What? What's up? What's up? Why you like? The way you're bringing this in, I think it's comical. But go, go ahead. Continue to cook. <laughs> Lil Duval's a comedian, hilarious guy. 100. He actually had two tweets. I only sent you guys one. Okay. First tweet was, "News flash: It's a lot of Russell Wilsons out here. Y'all just ignoring them because they not rich." Okay. The second tweet says, uh, "I don't know in which. I guess I can look at the timestamp." He actually sent this one first. That was the second one. The first one was, y'all women know y'all don't want no Russell Wilson type. You'd be bored out your mind and cheating in a few years. Wow. With laughing emojis. Okay? So that was that. This resonated with you somehow, right? Yes. Why did it resonate, Gatry? Just because, I mean, (laughs) I take, I was looking black. Black's about to lead in. Women love money. Women love it. Women love everything that comes with money, right? Because the thing is, money gets women a lot of stuff that they desire. Not necessarily material things, but, you know, the perceived power that comes with being affiliated with somebody with money. Women get off on that. So I will go on record by saying I could not agree with Lil Duvall anymore i could not he nailed it just because i mean y'all know i'm not shy about sharing my dating life on here or all 20 minutes of it Uh, (laughs) but it's just like i i feel like non-monetarily i possess a similar level of values that russell wilson does i really do right like take the money the NFL career away I I consider he and I to be pretty neck and neck right but here I was (laughs) what are you doing black (laughs) but here I was having the hardest now some of it was on me of course but especially in my you know late teen early 20s dude I had a I had a hard time like convincing women that the good guy was okay right so, and, and again, I take some responsibility on that because I was pretty lame, but, um, but you were a good guy. I was a good guy. And Russell Wilson is, he's a good guy, but I think socially what makes him great is when you add the, the salary, the, the salary and the illustrious NFL career. Are women willing to admit, admit that part of course of it? not? Because like, like we talked about when, uh, Sean and Danielle were on, Socially, we have put women in the category to where we've kind of accepted the fact that the status quo supports that they don't really value that stuff. They just want a good man. It's not the truth, man. It's not. 
It's not. You, well, does does it does good? Does it depend on what they define as good? Is that the is that the kind of nuance in there? Yes. And with women, you have to open the door. You have to you have to open both doors to a lot of nuance. Okay. Just because all women are different, all men are different, but by and large, I think men have more similarities across the board. Fair. Sure. Okay. Uh, did that answer your question? Yeah, I mean, I guess you, you you explain how it resonated with you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, no, I, I hear. I <laughs> no, I'm actually going to okay. go over here. This, okay. this direction. Yeah, Black. What 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 did you make of that that tweet? I actually you, you did see with, it, right? Yeah, I agree with what Gatry said. I'm surprised. He kind of nailed it for me. Really? Really? That's. I mean, I'm just as shocked as you are. <laughs> Derek Jackson has left the building. <laughs> uh, he's on vacation. <laughs> so this this would be this would be something you think Derek Jackson would disagree with? Yes. Really? I, clearly, I don't listen to Derek Jackson. Good for you. <laughs> I just don't understand. I don't understand. Like, I'll be I'd be intrigued to know if he did disagree with this. Like, what his angle would be? What is what, what would support his argument? Who knows? What well, I guess you you guys are familiar with, and I'm kind of shifting this from him. You familiar with the talk of Sierra praying this prayer after she left Future? You familiar with that? You familiar with that? Yeah. Okay. You remember? In one of the things she talked about, she said she prayed for a God fearing man. I prayed for discernment. I prayed for wisdom uh, to really learn from the wisdom that I'm gaining from the experience that I'm going through. I pray for a man that loved kids because obviously me having my son, you're going to love me. You got to love him. I pray for a man, uh, that was worldly as well. Um, because she loves to explore someone that's going to edify my world, that whole nine. Right. And so I guess her finding Russell Wilson was like an inspiration for a lot of women considering what she had been through in a previous relationship. Right. So I feel like what what has ended up happening is that Russell Wilson became this idea for women. Right? He became an idea. And it's an idea that a lot of guys, tell me if you've seen this, guys have rejected. Like a lot of guys go after Russell Wilson. Have you seen that black? Yes. I guess I am under a rock as usual. Yeah. So a lot of men have called him like a simp. They've called him, you know, this, that, and third. But when he when I'm talking about Lil Duval's tweet, he hit the nail on the head because oftentimes the things that Sierra talks about she prayed for, it has nothing to do with Russell Wilson's money. I'm just reading what I've, I'm looking at an article in essence. Okay. She reveals her prayer. I know you're looking that way, but that's what she's talking about. And oftentimes women have said it. And I think even Summer Walker has a song related was, to Sierra's prayer. I was just prayer. about to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. You want to since well, we're here? Well, yeah. I mean, and, and, and I've, <laughs> I love Summer Walker. <laughs> but I love your cousin Walker. I love her. <laughs> Um, yeah, she she's got a she's got an interlude. I have, kind I have of. yet to hear it. The but. album is ba- even even as a guy, 
I can say this album is banging. Like I can appreciate her as an artist, but there's an interlude on her new album called Sierra's Prayer. And uh, on my social media feed, this is bubbling up from a lot of women, a lot yeah. of single women, right? Yeah, and yeah, I mean, it sounds good. And it's that, is that what you just read, right? Okay. And it sounds good, it feels good, but I'm just left with like, because it's like for real like well i guess the thing is when you look at it like okay there was something that got them to this point where they want the prayer like that's not what they were looking for in the beginning like they went through future and all these other guys before they finally got to oh yeah this is what i really need london on the track You're right, you're right. Uh-huh. And, I, and I feel like Summer Walker's project is just an emotional toilet flush from her, and I think <laughs> from her relationship. Why, with. I think that's why I don't want to watch, I want to listen to it. <laughs> but it, artistically, it's done really well. Well, listen, this is why we fell and in love with- it's your cousin. You got to support the fam. Can I go now? Yes. Goodness. <laughs> like, gravity's pulling this down, okay? Um... I think this is why we fell in love with Mary J. Blige and all. Like it's it's that pain. It's that like that's what gravitate. Like they make that's some of the best music comes from some of the most messed up of places, right? So I get it. It's just that I'm not I'm not I'm not in that headspace to even even digest that yet. I'm pretty sure it is good because she's she is talented, but if that's where women are. Because the, the, the thing, the, the question I want to ask you guys is if Russell Wilson wasn't in the NFL, if he didn't, if he wasn't the starting quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, if he didn't have access to top shelf nutrition and, and a state of the art workout facility with first class trainers to keep his body pristine so that he could play football at a high level, right? If he didn't have access, if he wasn't in the same industry, because he's an entertainer too. He right? has a brand. He is a brand, 100%. If he didn't have all these things, even though that wasn't mentioned in her prayer, would she have still considered him is the question. Because that, that again, she'd probably say she would, but if you strip away all of those things, he's just Eric that works in accounting. Two cubicles down from you. Right, right. He's, oh, he's Eric, who's been going to church for your same church for X amount of time, right? So, are you saying that? Cause I'm not saying that women don't want this. I'm not saying that at all. I am. No, I. They do want it. They do want it. It's wait, just, wait, wait. Want what? Russ? They want, Russ they want. They want those qualities. What? They want okay. those qualities. But they want no. them from a Russ type. They don't want it from American accounting. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. They want those things. It's just not a it's not a high priority for them. I call these things add-on items. Okay? You go to the grocery store, right? Honey sends you to the grocery store and you have a list. Right? You got vegetables, you got eggs, you got the things y'all need for the week. Toilet tissue, all those types of things, right? These are the things you need because you don't want to have to keep going back to the store throughout the week. 
you're doing your grocery run on a weekend or Sunday or whatever, right? You get to the checkout counter and now you see chips, <laughs> you see candy bar, you see your soda, you see whatever, right? Those things are conveniently placed right at the checkout counter because they know that's when you finally think of those things. Now, do you like chips? Do you like chips, Gatry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You like chips? Absolutely. We like, we, we have our favorite candies. We have our favorite so drinks or whatever, right? We right. like those things, but you didn't go to the store for those items. In fact, if, if, if you didn't have a grocery list, you wouldn't go to the store at all. But now that you're, now that you're here and you're getting ready to check out, oh, I guess I may need a little snack from, from here to the house, right? Right. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah give, give me give me some shit. Two for a dollar. Give me a give me a God fearing man. Right. I love a oh I, I'll take that since we're here, mm. right? But I came in for the man making a lot of money, the man providing me security because at the end of the day, women want a certain outcome. They want to feel protected and provided for. Right. And when they find a guy who basically can give them that outcome. They'll take whatever's coming with that. That's why a lot of women have been out here getting skull drugged in some cases because they're going after a certain type of guy who can, who they feel can give them a certain outcome. But what happens is if you're not prioritizing integrity and character above some of these other things that you buy, that makes you biologically attractive to a guy, then what ends up happening is you're going after those things but then you get into the relationship and find out it is important that he has character. It is important that he's this and that, right? And that's what a lot of women are, are realizing. They want that. It's just not as important as some other things. Same thing with us as guys. We want a woman, don't you want you want a woman who's cooperative, right? Yes. Right? <laughs> that's attractive to you, right? A woman who's feminine, right? Very. But you could care less of of Gabbaray's, uh of what's her name was in Precious. 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 You could care less of Gab if, if Precious exuded all those things, would you? Right, but it's because different. is it? Yes, it's different, Walker. It is. I'm gonna let you finish though. How's it different? Because guys, we're we we wired, but we gotta like what we see. We gotta like the majority of what we see. That's what makes us attracted to that woman. Us being physically attracted, but for a lot of women, they are drawn to a guy who makes them feel safe, protected, and cared for. That drives their attraction. That's why a lot of women are attracted to men who are taller than they are, generally speaking. Because oftentimes, if you hear women, I actually got some numbers right here if you want to keep looking at me that way. But oftentimes, women are drawn to men who are who are taller because it, pre it, pre it presents to them this feeling of security. That this guy's bigger than me, he's stronger than me, I feel safe with him, as opposed to looking down at someone who I'm dating. Biologically, there are things that attract women to men. And you being a nice guy, unfortunately, ain't one of them. Now that I can drink to. And that's why a lot of men, that's why a lot of men have an issue with Russell Wilson because at one point in time in their lives, they were Russell Wilson. They've pursued a woman. They've been that nice guy, that, that guy who's available, who, who's even emotionally available. They've been that guy. 
But for whatever reason, being this in and of itself landed them in what? Friend zone. Or the Scarlet F, as I like to call it. So for a lot of men, the idea of a Russell Wilson isn't even real to them. We tried that. You talked to oh, 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 Carlos, who's none of those things. Right? Eric. No, Eric is in accounting. You're now talking to Carlos, who's not the God-fearing, all oh. those types of things. Okay? All right. You're talking to old dude, and he's none of that. Right. But now, but now after and now after you've you've been around the block, now all of a sudden you def- oh, God fearing, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's why guys reject that concept because at the end of the day, you're still looking at a guy who's in the one percent, being Russell Wilson. Total package. Total package. Life is about choices, man, and trade offs. If you want a guy who's going to major in being in the 1%, it could potentially come with you missing out. Like, there's no total package. I don't believe there's a perfect person. No. There isn't. Right? right? So you got to decide what's important. Again, getting back to what you value. What's more important? That he has, that he's a God-fearing man or da-da-da-da. Right? And do you think that there's a possible that a lot of women just feel that because oftentimes we feel like we're the same people who influences us, right? Do you think that's the issue that a lot of women think? And by the way, women, if you're listening, trigger alert. But if you're, it, is it possible that a lot of women feel that they are Sierra? Oh, yeah. Go on. Oh, yeah. I believe they do. But I wanted to, like, we probably have to talk about this in the future, but it's been circulated that you remember Megan Good? Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. That, married to that preacher, mm-hmm. and like she changed her whole life. Now, like, is the, she? Was she really that religious before? She married the preacher. It seemed like you, she, you you saying she did change her life? Well, what's being reported now is that they may be split. So this may be a situation where she got that guy, but she wasn't really that person. Like she tried to become that person to get that guy, but that wasn't really her. Mm-hmm. And now, like they may not be together. I don't know oh, the reason for this. I'm about to say, yeah. About to say, what are you about to say? I mean, it could be him too. And he's and Derek Jackson's back. So, <laughs> <laughs> he's returned. Well played. <laughs> okay. It's, it's funny you mentioned that. Do you think it's important, because we always talk about what we want in relationships. Do you think it's more important to find out not necessarily what you want or to get what you want, but to find out who's a better fit for you? Yes. And that, that means, and knowing who you are. Preach. You got to know who well, you are. Well, too. yeah. Yeah. Preach. Yes. Because that's, a, that's step one. Mm-hmm. Right? Forget about what you want. Who works with you? Who's a good fit for you? Most people don't even know that. Sadly. Because if I had gotten what I wanted, I'd I'd be a divorced man sitting sitting, uh, in front of y'all right now. How do you say that? Just because 
think about it, man. Our wants, especially, well, I'm not going to speak for all men. I speak for myself. Our wants support the perfect individual. Okay. Right? Perfection doesn't exist in the human race. Do you think we've been told that we can we can make fantasy reality? Oh, yeah. That's, a whole, I, that's a whole thing with, with social media. Okay. <laughs> and do you think that that could give us an overinflated estimation of the life that we feel we deserve? 100%. Even when it comes to our partners we choose? Yes. Because, look, think, think about it. Think about it. I can say I can say it now. I can say it honestly. If I'd gotten what I wanted, I would not be married now. How do you know that? Just because what I what I wanted was it superficial? It was it was heavily superficial, and my wants weren't structured effectively. I guess is the best word I can use because it was just <laughs> she got to be light skinned She got to have long hair. It went it went structured well, with well, a relationship hold on, hold on, in mind. Hold on, hold on, black. 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 Right. Okay. Is that where you were going to go? No. I'm okay. telling Black to hold on. Oh. And you kept him going. You done, Black? Now that he... You done? I mean, okay. he heard what I had to say, right? Okay. I just want to make sure everything over here is done. You here? Yeah. Okay. Everything over here is done. I know. <laughs> you said you wanted... All you wanted was... <laughs> well, that wasn't it, but that was the root of it, right? Your your wife describe your wife. Light skin, medium hair. Oh, she's cut it since y'all been married. She hasn't cut it, but her hair's not long. What do you want again? Make sure you look into the camera and say that. Light skin. Yeah, I'll say it again. What I wanted was light skin with long hair. What did you get? Light skin with medium hair. Medium. It comes to her shoulders. It, her hair does not come to her shoulders. Where is it? By choice. Well, she keeps she she pulls it up. Why is this important? I'm just cause you, cause you, <laughs> my my wants my wants at the time were longer hair than my wife has now. I'm just saying you got pretty doggone close, right? But <laughs> that's but, all I'm saying is you got but, pretty close. But, so hey. what's what separates your wife from the others other than the fact that she chose you? Was <laughs> <laughs> that supposed to sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm really curious. Well, well, I'm really yeah, well, curious. Well, well, hey, hey, we're going to talk about it. I, ne- I didn't necessarily want a, a wife that would out-earn me. <laughs> and I didn't want everything else that came with that. Poor guy. <sighs> I know, right? You got it bad. But for but, real. But I'm saying. At the time, I had I placed a lot of value in that. Okay. I wanted to be the traditional uh, instance of a provider. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is what. Okay. But how do you know it was not going to work out with the others? Because I've learned, I've learned since I've been married, a lot of things I thought I wanted, I didn't really want. Like earning more than. Yes. Like my wife earns more. Did I, did I have friction about it? Yeah. But now like as life, as, as life has gone on and, you know, therapy and us talking about it more. It's not a big deal. But that was a pill you were forced to swallow. You didn't have a choice in that. Right. But like, but like my love for my wife kind of clouded that a little bit. And it made that that particular instance of her, I won't say a non-factor, but a lesser factor. What else is different? Um, 
I th- yeah, oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. I really thought I wanted that light-skinned, long-haired woman who was just as socially outgoing, socially advanced as I was, and outgoing. Yeah. Okay. I wanted. A gre- I thought I wanted a gregarious wife. I had this. I had this image of us, like you know. Having dinner dates with other couples, and we're just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell. You. Oh, I thought that's what I wanted. Well, okay. <laughs> My wife is not like that. Y'all know that. Yeah, but it, but it, to me, mm, okay, all right. I tried to make my wife that in our earlier years. I guess what I'm asking <laughs> is, are we are we talking strictly superficial? No, yeah, oh, okay, you're okay. kind of, you kind, yeah, yeah. This, this is this is all superficial. Well, I guess okay. what I'm saying is. You could have gotten that, and you'd be in hog heaven with other with the other woman. How do you know that? Because I know now that I would not deal with somebody who has the same social makeup as I do. No way. Y'all see how emotional I am? I could. I don't. I know I can't deal with somebody just as emotional as I am. No way. But I thought I wanted that. There's no chance. There's no chance. I'm a lot. Well, we need to send tap something. <laughs> just proud request. But yeah, but it's just it was just like shout outs. I, I hope I'm answering your question. Dort. <laughs> I hope I'm answering your question. Like benediction. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. There were there was a want structure that I had that I realized, eh, brother, that ain't the best for you. Okay. Is that fair? That's fine. That's fine. Okay. So, if one of your female friends tells me tells you you want to pray a prayer, she wants she believes in Sierra's prayer. Oh, good. I don't. I don't. What, what, what would you do? Whoa. What would you do, Because Walker? I let you, you finish earlier, but I got thoughts about this. Hey, you got the floor now. Too. What I what I don't and Sierra's prayer is Sierra's prayer, right? Pray it. That's that's your relationship with the Lord. That's none of my business. Now I'm talking Summer Walker. Okay, I'm talking your third cousin, and this is not Summer's fault. You're just gonna give her to me, huh? <laughs> How many walkers are out there, really? A lot. <laughs> Irrelevant. Uh, <laughs> As a Kaya. Th- the thing, <laughs> y'all Her- like Herschel, <laughs> gotta Luke, got to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing about the thing about uh, Sierra's prayer and Summer Walker's version, and she's not responsible for this, but the way it's being socially received is, yeah, girl, pray this prayer, and Russell Wilson gonna show up. And I got a problem with that. Why do you have? Why do you have a problem with that? Because that is not reality. Okay. Why is it not? Because go on. I like where you're going. Go on, Shanice. I like your smile. No, no, no. I was thinking her too. No. I was like, "What she got to do with this?" I'm she talking. About, I'm talking about Shanice in operations. Okay, <laughs> you know she's on the third floor. She's up for promotion. You gonna you gonna pray for this? And Russell Wilson is not gonna come knocking at your door, and you're gonna take it as a failure because Summer Walker, by way of Sierra, had you thinking, "Well, this is gonna be the desired outcome." I will say this again. That's not on Summer. That's not on Sierra. That's everything that comes with 
the social uh, whatever with this. I, I'm not saying Sierra's promoting that, but it's what you're. It's what it's the impact that you're giving off to these women because I see it. When when summer when summer's album dropped last week, it was like oh, it was screenshots of this. People had it in their songs and their story. Like oh yeah, oh Russell, come on, you know like no. Um, you need to go for Eric, Shanice. What? I agree, I agree. And Eric's okay. Eric's great if we're being honest about it. Sure. Eric is fantastic. Is he? Yes. Are, is he? Are you Eric? I am Eric. <laughs> no, you're 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 not even Eric. <laughs> I don't mean that in the rock. I know what you meant, Walker. You're, you're, Relax. You're, you're married, you're not Eric. <laughs> oh, that, okay, okay. Yeah, you're not. You're married. But that—that's my thing. That's my thing. It's it's Sierra's prayer socially is a failure if Russell Wilson's down the other side of it. I think what's missing in all of this is, and I'm pretty sure Sierra would share this with anyone. Is I'm pretty sure Sierra had to do some work on herself in order Oof. to become. This in order for, for this type of goal, hashtag goals, she had to take some responsibility for where she was, how she got there, and had to make changes to become a wife because he looks happy, right? She looks happy. I'm pretty sure the two of them and both of them had to because Russ came from he came from a very bad place too, right? He was married before. Eh, it's not as bad as Sierra's, at least from what we know. What was it? Wait, oh, he's he, divorced, right? He don't know. His Russell's ex-wife, ex-wife was out here like future? She cheated on him. But was she out here like future? Doesn't matter. Yeah. There's levels of cheating now? Yes. Come on now. So what? Oh. Sierra was married whoa, wait, to Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. No, she was not married to future. Hold on. Let's hold that's this. True. That's true. That's, that's ho- a, no, no, that's no, a, no, a good no, question. No, 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 that's a good question. No, I'll now. still entertain no, this. Yeah, we will. Of course we will. <laughs> so a woman cheating isn't a deal breaker? I'm not saying it isn't. You're I'm not just, saying it is either. True. What I am saying is, considering what I don't even know about Russell Wilson's ex-wife, there is no way. Allegedly with a teammate. There's no way that's on future status. There's no way. Does it matter, though? I think so. If you were cheated, so if you got cheated on by your wife, you'd be like, well, you know, Sierra didn't go through. Sierra went through worse. I wouldn't say that. I mean, it would still it would still have an impact. Right. But, but I'm just comparing both of them. I'm not even Sierra, I'm not comparing. Okay, well, that's where I am. I'm not comparing. Because you said they both came from dark places. I think Sierra's came from a darker. But two things can be true, right? If true. he came from a dark place, she came from a dark place. Who cares who was who had it worse? I they do. both came from obviously but does it but but you hear what i'm saying they had to do some healing yeah in order to come together for this to even work right right you need Your to words. say something yes <laughs> okay that's all i'm saying so you can pray the you can pray the prayer all you want but but boo what are you doing about yourself because again you said it it's just a regurgitation of all of her pain and frustration. Like she is slamming her ex, right? Right. If there is a Russell Wilson for you, do you think that's an attractive to him to hear you trash him, trash your ex? No. Is wouldn't that be a red flag? <laughs> Yeah. To him, yeah. if we go, if this goes south, this is how I'm on her next album. 
Yeah. Yeah. So pray for yourself before you pray that prayer. Is all I'm saying. Shanice's prayer. You need to you need to you need to pray for healing, young lady. You need to pray for wholeness before you invite anybody into that. If you still dwelling on that last relationship. Mm. And that's what that's that's the prayer you should be praying instead of. Or at least do like Summer Walker did. And what? And just drop an album where you're releasing everything. And then then move on to the next. Prayer list. Sierra's prayer list. <laughs> Y'all gonna laugh at that one when this comes out. <laughs> you wouldn't be around to hear <laughs> if we did. Oh, uh, Day Walker, you're gonna take me from smiles to sorrow. Families of the now nine people that died at Travis Scott's Astro World. Can we do something? Can we discuss that more in depth in Dort? Sure. And yes. I'm we, here to do whatever you want to do, Walker. We will definitely don't do that. We will definitely be praying for those that are in our thoughts and prayers. It's on me. I've got another one, but I usually like to uh, share the mic. Uh, shout out to Libby. <laughs> Terrence J escaped an attempted robbery outside of his home after a suspect followed him there. So usually you would throw that into a praise report. I'm going to throw it into prayer list because I can imagine how crazy that is knowing that whoever did, did they catch the person? Uh, not from what I read. Prayer list yeah. for sure. Because that, that's, that's, wild. that's creepy that they didn't even catch the person and they know where you live. Okay. Whatever. I, I'm glad he's okay, yes. but he's definitely in our prayers. That's that's oof. who who you got? That was my second one. So yeah, is it? Yeah, Steve, I had him in both places. Stevie J filed for divorce from Faith Evans this week. I saw this Walker. You didn't. You you didn't. You know. You know. This is my oh, thing. What's your thing? What's your thing? I <laughs> you don't know. know. I don't know what your thing is. Well, no. I traditionally, don't know what is. traditionally in this podcast. I've submitted thoughtful prayer concerns for those going through divorce. You only did it one time. I already know which one you're talking about. Don't do that. Don't even frame it that way. You are capping. Just like you capped about going undefeated with your baseball team. We did not lose to anybody. Yeah, you can lose if there's no score taken. They just hitting the ball and running around the base. Can two things be true? They don't even count outs, do they? They didn't even count outs, did they? No one got thrown out. No, you don't want to break their spirit that early. So how could you lose? We had one dad get thrown out. <laughs> Was it you? <laughs> I just ask it two things be true, Walker. <laughs> In this case, why not? So yeah, that's that well, no. What was your thing? What was your? Well, so well you're the only saying, reason I did submit here is because I'm like, oh, these guys give me all this crap about praying for the divorce people, not considering what you totally missed the point. You wanted to pray for Al Sharpton, who already had moved on with a whole girlfriend that he's been dating for years, as if it was just some death blow to him. He's How okay. How do we know that somebody here hasn't been dating somebody else for years? How do we know that somebody here? We don't know that. Somebody in this, what's his name? Stevie Ray? How do we know? Now you're being disrespectful. Stevie J. <laughs> yes. 
No, get it out. Take your time. No, 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 no. Don't fix it. Don't, laugh. Stevie J, Terrence. What are they? Blue Jay? <laughs> okay. Good? Yeah. You sure? How long was that? I didn't time that one. You had one job, Walker. I didn't time that one. Just looking at you in disbelief. Oh, man. Praise report. You got a praise report? Jimmy Allen. You heard of this guy? You have, because you listen to NPR. No. No. Okay. Jimmy Allen, dude, he recently won New Artist of the Year at the Drumroll 2021 Country Music Awards. He's a black guy. Crickets. Uh, I thought she was going to hit the crickets for real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, do you, do you listen to his music? No, you watch the CMA? No, I don't listen to any country. But this guy's story, I think, was praise report worthy. His story being, his dad, his now deceased dad, introduced him to country music, and he fell in love. And now look at him—he's artist of the year, an unconventional. Skin color winning this. That's major. Agreed. Discuss the trash? You don't have anything to praise? Can we get to discuss the trash? Sure. I'm here to do whatever you want to do. That is the next order when we don't have a praise report. I had a praise report. And you gave it. And then I asked if you had any. Obviously not if I say let's go to Dort. How long you want to stay here? At least seven minutes. Black, do you have anything you want to discuss with Dort? Uh, go ahead. You, this is your cue. The I guess the basketball game between the Heat and the Nuggets. There was a minor confrontation between uh, Markeith. Markeith Morris from the Heat and uh, Jokic from the Nuggets. Nikola Jokic. So. Or Jokic. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Well, what minute are we in, Gatry, with you? Is it? <laughs> I'm <minute>? here. Okay. <laughs> um, discuss the trash. We're discussing that. Okay. Black, okay. I Black guess, your, uh, your question? It seems, I guess, when I watched it, I thought that what Jokic did was, I guess, more egregious than Morris. But when I watched like the talking heads, like the opinion shows and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they thought everything was fair. And I was like, who who was the talking heads? Uh, Shannon Sharp. Uh, the uh, what's it? The Get up. All of those guys, uh, JJ Reddick. Um, a lot of people thought Jalen Rose, Jalen Rose, uh, weigh in on it. If he did, you didn't I didn't see, see it. Okay, but most of those, the they people, they didn't see nothing wrong with any of it. They they say because like, and even uh, TNT, Shaq and Charles, they thought nothing was wrong. Like you know, all of them came from a certain era where that was like that wasn't even even a technical, yeah, or flagrant back in the day. I thought, I mean, of course, that was, that was a personal foul. Well. <laughs> I saw the point they were making is that like Morris instigated it and Jokic retaliated, but 
the difference to me is that Jokic did it with his back turn and was more like aggressive with it, more purposeful with it. Whereas like Marquise Morris, he was just like, of course he has that reputation, him and his mm-hmm. brother being like bruisers. Mm-hmm. But his wasn't as severe as the retaliation. And I thought in my mind it was different. And I guess the uh, league thought so too because Jokic was suspended for one game where he was, I think he was suspended and fined and Mars was only fined, I believe. But the people said like from the old era, they thought it was fine. It's like, what, yeah. I'm like, those two didn't look the same to me, but that's just me. I don't know what what are your thoughts. Um Yeah. I I I get I get where they coming from. I get where they coming from. Um Sometimes you just got to send a message. It's almost like it's almost like you got to punch the bully in the nose to let him know that you can mess with a lot of people. I'm just not one of them. I I guess the thing is like I would expect like if he was going to do it, like do it like on the next play or something like that when he had the ball. Mhm. But it didn't happen that way. Like I would understand like okay, yeah, he came in cuz he did that. But he like got back turned laid him out like I don't know about that but I get it hey, listen I've been thinking I, I've been I'm surprised it took this long for somebody to do this to Marquise Morris <laughs> like like I, I like he's a physical guy by the way I didn't know he was even with the heat like I, I didn't know he gone from the, um, the Clippers well, Clippers or Lakers one of them one of the brothers. One of the brothers. <laughs> but I remember saying maybe last season or the season before last, like, he going to do that to the wrong person. Like, I see him do those little, you know, mm-hmm. overly aggressive with certain people because he's been able to. I seen one clip where he um he had the ball in his hand and he hit a guy in the head with it, with the ball. Like, I've seen him do stuff like that. It's like one day he is going to do that to the wrong person. I now wouldn't have guessed it would have been Jokic of all people, but he's gonna do it to run like you. One day, one day is gonna be on. So that just happened to be his day. So yeah, I, I I can't say that I disagree with those guys. Like if you're gonna play that way, that's cool. But just one one day you're gonna be on the other the wrong side of that. So what's your thoughts, Gat? Uh, I, I I'll be honest. Initially, when I saw it, I was like, okay, what's all the fuss about? Uh, admittedly, I like you, Walker, <laughs> equated it to uh, basketball that I was watching in my prime, which was 90s era basketball. But that was your prime? Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm on the de- uh, decline. Um, <laughs> so is the NBA for that matter. But more on that later. But the reality is, uh-huh. ah, reality is, this isn't 80s, 90s basketball. A lot has changed. So once you accept that and once you deal with that and once you really assess it from that variable standpoint, yeah, it was raucous behavior. Uh, Jokic, whatever his name is, was out of line for that. He was because that doesn't support the quality of play in this current age of the NBA. It's a softer league. We want offense, right? Um, so yeah, I think Jokic was wrong in this in this uh, capacity. Just him, yeah. 
So Marquise Morris. Look at the two, man. Look at the two. So look, you got to dig. You got to dig to find what Morris did. You got to dig to find it. Well, I had to at least. These pale in comparison, bro. Got it. In my opinion. So you're playing ball, and a dude's just doing stuff like that, and he just he tries you. You'd be like, well, we're in a new league, so. Am I playing in the, in the current age NBA? Yeah. Well, I got it. I got it. Am I a for, am I the reigning MVP? I'm just saying, just in general. Are all things equal? I'm just saying, just in general. Well, I'm asking, are all things equal? All things equal? Yeah. If you want, be sure. Okay. Well, then no. You know what? I'm not doing that because I don't want to get fined. I don't want to get suspended a game. So a guy can just bruise, just beat you up. Natural order will handle the Mars brothers. That's not up for me. Karma's bigger than me, and it always will be. Okay. What do you think, Black? I think that they were both guilty, but I think that what he did was, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, like you said, old school. Old school for me is also not hitting the person when they back turned. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> I seen some dudes get snuck. I say Jordan, <laughs> Jordan rules, dude. Man, even Bart, like I seen dudes get snuck back in the nineties. Uh, but to you, it doesn't make it right. No, that's fine. But I'm just saying those dudes got it in how they could. Is all I'm saying. I guess, I guess I don't. So do you I glorify that? Do I glorify it? Yeah. No, but I get it. I guess I don't. I mean, like I, I got to fight in football. I got to fight in football, like playing football, like in middle school. Dude snuck. Like we had, they had to pull us apart. I get it. Totally get it. I mean, gotta let them know. Like you can, don't do that ever again. I'm. Mm-mm. You probably said it just like that too, didn't you? <laughs> just like that. <laughs> I mean, I understand what y'all saying because, like, my team back in the day were like just like that. The bad boys from Detroit. That was my team. But I guess it may have been a long time. It's worse. I mean, I don't see them like. I said Jordan rules, dude. I guess I don't recall. Like, I know they fouled hard when people come to the paint and stuff like that. But running down the person behind and knocking them completely out? I don't know if I ever saw that, though. I've seen some hard fouls, but I don't know if, like, knock somebody, like, clean out from behind. You want to know why? Because. Usually when those guys do that, they're already in a position because they know what's going to happen afterwards. That's why you didn't see. Yes, Markeith, see, hit the, almost, it's almost like the arrogance in it is that I'm going to do this and you ain't going to do nothing. I'm going to walk back down the other floor of the court. Detroit, the bad boys Pistons, when they did that, they was, they was already standing up. They, didn't, they knew not to walk away because they knew what time it was. They knew it. To your point, point we already made, the game has changed to where you can even do that and feel as though you can walk away. Because you're not going to do anything. Again, if you're going to play like that, you're taking a chance if you're Markeith Morris. You might just do it to the wrong person who don't care if they're facing you or walking away. You hit me, it's on. Now, Jokic apologized for it obviously afterwards he thought about it felt bad about it it's on him okay took responsibility not not mad at that but yeah that's just the way I like if you're gonna play like that 
again you talking about karma right so is that just for basketball or is that for any sport you do dirt if you're dirty some <laughs> one, one day one day you're gonna do that to the wrong person be a bit be that dude that's cool but one day you're gonna meet somebody better than you so that's what i took from that that's what i took from that no they shouldn't have done it but if we're gonna go here <laughs> just no be prepared just, right if you're already playing outside the rules you're gonna meet someone who doesn't mind playing outside the rules either just don't turn your back on them. What you got, Gat? Let's go to Astro World. What are your thoughts on this? Uh oh, we're discussing it. Discuss. Um, yeah, we gotta discuss it because we, you know. Yeah. The the situation is un- unfortunate. Uh I I'm assuming everyone, well, most people by the, by now know that. What was it a crowd rush or something like that? People trying to get into be the first, like at the front row and all that stuff to Travis Scott's Astro Royal concert, and um, it led led to a stampede, which mm-hmm. people got like jammed in, yeah. packed together. People were like, like if you fail, you couldn't get up, right? And um, it built over time. Yeah, yeah, because there was all this anticipation for people to get in. Yeah, yeah. So um, and just I, I can't remember the estimated totals total of people were but it was just ton tons of folks around 50,000 right oh was it okay um i don't know i don't know the exact number how many people total surface i didn't know if he was able to quantify that because they was already overbooked right right and i I read reports a lot of people that were not ticketed finding ways in forcing their way in right so there's that um that situation in itself for face value is very unfortunate not taking anything away from that uh, my, I guess my biggest thought on this is I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the heat that Travis Scott himself is getting on this. And what I mean by that is in a roundabout way, he's being accused for a lot of this behavior. Like he, they feel like some people feel like he had control over this and he could have stopped this. And I don't know how he would have done that. You know, and I just, <laughs> again, going back to social media, Seeing the stuff that I've been reading, you know, about about the outlet or the outcry from this and how this is Satan's work and all this stuff. I'm just kind of like, I think it's I think it's really heavy to put all this on Travis Scott's shoulders. He didn't incite this. Right. You could make a case with some of his music. You could you could draw like a loose correlation, maybe. But the music hadn't even started yet. Right. So I just don't understand why he's getting so much flack for this and, and, oh I, I got a good one i got a good one i got a good one and this is six degrees of separation here but as unfortunate as it is when we've seen similar deadly behavior surrounding jordan releases do people blame michael jordan no but I don't think that's the same thing. Um, I have my ears open and my introspect ready. I'm, I'm with you, except for that example. But yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I just don't think that was a good example. How was it? How was that? Well, we don't have to. We don't have to elaborate on that. Um, th- that that concludes my thoughts about the Travis Scott thing. Um, no, I don't think he should. I don't think he should be solely responsible. 
Um, I think in terms of putting on this event, there's a, there was a lot of breakdowns there. Um, I was reading an article in CNN where I think it was it wasn't the chief fire uh, fire fire chief. It was get the, the the title, but there was someone who was coming out earlier in that day to survey the area and the guests guests do their usual walkthrough to make sure things are on the up and up before the event, and they were denied entry by the security i guess they uh contracted it out to a third party security and they didn't let them through to see the area they just gave them a map right so you you're talking about like the the police chief or not the police chief but the fire chief or or a representative was saying usually best case scenario when they're planning um for like emergency events and like emergency situations they usually bring the fire department in to be a part of like those contingency plans so that they can provide their expertise to account for situations such as this. So you're talking about a breakdown logistically in terms of the planning. Now, was Travis Scott a part of that planning? No, he wasn't. Um, I think that. I'm curious to see what the investigation comes up with, but yeah, I, to your point, I don't think that you can make him solely responsible when you have a situation like this, as unfortunate as it is, where you have nine people who die um, unnecessarily, you're going to look for someone to blame. Right. And That's so just society in itself, and they've kind of made him the face of this tragedy tragedy, obviously, because it's his, his, it's his concert. They're here for him to perform, but I think there there are people who are involved logistically with the planning of the event, the whole nine, and the the breakdowns there should be held responsible to a degree. Now, obviously, you're going to go after Travis Scott, especially if you're going to sue him. And I think the the lawsuits are up to ninety as of this morning. I think this is a Friday, so by the time you're hearing this, it's probably going to be more. But if you're going to sue someone, who are you going to sue? The people planning it or Travis Scott? I'll follow the money. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can feel that way, but who you who are you going to get some vindication? It's going to be Travis Scott, right? You don't have to like it, you don't have to agree with it, but it is what it is. If you lost a loved one and you wanted to see you you wanted to get something from this, you you don't you're not asking for a name of of uh, of the third party security, and you're not waiting for the investigation to be complete. Absolutely not. You're going straight to the top. Yeah. And they make the rules. They're just what they are. This is how people play by them. Does the Travis Scott apology change anything? No. No. I don't I don't think it. I mean, and I'm not saying that he's not being sincere. I just think that it's tough to tell the families of those nine people how sincerely sorry you are. Right. It's tough. To, it's tough to do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So this is maybe a weird question, but like if you were in like a situation like these families, how soon would you go out to suing somebody for money for your loved one? How soon? Uh, I don't know. Okay, and, and I guess would that be your first I, reaction I, to sue it, someone for I money? I wouldn't do it. I, I don't know if I would. I mean, again... <laughs> I hate to put it this way, it was almost like a gold rush, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
you almost got to be the first in. The, the, I, I don't know. I just don't know how that works because you, you got a lot of these going to be thrown out, obviously, perhaps, maybe. To your point, Black, if I just lost a loved one, I wouldn't be thinking about suing the week of or the following week. Like I, I would I would still be in a state of shock and having to go through the process. And to Travis Scott's credit, when you say he issued an apology, I feel no, 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 he hasn't. He hasn't. And he's getting he's getting uh, backlash for not apologizing. And so the narrative is being built that he's in. Well, he's he's offered to pay for the funerals, right? That's not and enough. Ref- and refund all the money, all the ticket sales. That's not enough. I'm not saying that for me. I'm just telling you what I've been what I've been consuming. I mean, the dude is the dude is refunding y'all's tickets and he's paying for the funeral. Like, like he's not he's if he's not saying I'm sorry, I just don't think that matters. I just don't think that matters in the whole grand scheme of things because in a court of public opinion, he's already he's already being dragged to the mud. You know what I'm saying? So who cares about? I I get it from a PR optic standpoint. You want to check off the list of things that keeps you in people's good graces, and he didn't. He missed that. He he missed that step. But I mean, he's doing. He his actions are alluding to him taking accountability for for what has happened. If you if you're gonna if you're gonna pay for those funerals and refund people's money, I mean, I don't know what else you you know. Sure, if you want an apology, sure. But I think the biggest po- apology is change behavior and at least trying to taking steps to rectify what was wrong. So. Any more thoughts? I mean, I like uh, Erica Badu's tweet. I don't know if you saw it. What did she say? She just said, uh, bless you, Trav- at Travis Scott, his uh, Twitter account. And she said, safe journey to all the souls. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate, man. I, I don't know. Uh, the story I saw of, like, people who... Let me ask you this. That were like... It was one of the... One of the deaths was like... Was it like a nine-year-old? He's a kid, dude. How how did how, why why were they there? What question for the parent? Yeah, yeah. I Ultimately, would, yeah. It's just I wouldn't. I, I, I it, and and y'all know how I'm wired. But when I read that, I thought about my son. You know, my oldest son. You let your son go to Travis Scott? There's no way. Just thinking how. I mean, if it, if he's going, I'm I mean, there. So I'm I'm hoping a parent was. And if we go, we're not gonna be on the floor. No, we could be somewhere where it's like no. seats. <laughs> and that's a stretch. We're not going at all. It's got to be a good reason we're going. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a great reason. I'm all ears. You got one? I don't. Okay. I, and I was gonna say something insensitive. I'm not gonna say that. God bless you. Um. I mean, I got this, but you can trash it. Will Smith memoirs out. I know why, you was, why would you want me to trash that? You, you, well, I don't know. Discuss the trash. <laughs> y'all know, y'all know. I, I want to discuss this. Did you hear about it? Did oh you hear yeah. About the things that oh. came out. You want to take the lead because you. I know. I know the the. I mean, someone likes Drake, but I don't know. That seems know. like a close second. It sounds like he got an autographed copy over there somewhere. I know, right? I'd be lying if I said I hadn't started reading it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
didn't realize how anxious I was to get this. But yeah. You I got either. his memoir? <laughs> yes. 100%. Yes. And I am not ashamed about it by any means. So this was are no- you a part are you a part of Oprah's book club? <laughs> Walker, there was no way he was trashing this. Because I know, I know, I know what y'all want to. I know what y'all want to talk about. No idea. I know what y'all want to talk about. What do we want to talk about? Y'all want to talk about Will's insecurities around Pac dealing with Jada. Yeah. Okay. So, so to give context, in his memoir, Will Smith talks about how he was in a social situation. You better spill that tea. What you mean? Give us the tea. What did he say? He was in a social environment with Tupac, and he couldn't even bring himself. To say any words to him or any meaningful words to him just because of the heavy insecurity he had around to knowing about Tupac and Jada Pinkett's relationship. What was their relationship like? <laughs> uh, magical. <laughs> but, you know, Will was, Will was significantly younger at the time. So I guess he, not nearly as mature as he is now. Uh-huh. So I kind of get it. And oh, he wasn't mature then. I'm not saying he wasn't mature. Again, I'll repeat, not nearly as as mature as he is now. Okay. All right. So um, this is this is back in this is back in like the Fresh Prince heyday, right? Will Smith has got the juice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And now, like, <laughs> forgive my language, but now I got to start this involuntary pissing match with Tupac Shakur, with Thug Life, with Thug Life, which he is not, hmm? which he is not. Okay. So um, that I, I know I I I sense that was a dead the, not the deadline the headline that y'all want to discuss. Yeah, just you know, just what else came out? What 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 else tea you got over there? Uh, <laughs> are we gonna discuss? I mean, I don't. There's, there's, there's a lot here. I don't know. It sounds like we're you wrote the forward for the book. You say what? It sounds like you wrote the forward for the book. <laughs> I, I submitted one, but it didn't get selected. Um, <laughs> uh, no, there there there's a. There's How do a, you feel about that? You, you applaud Will? Yeah. I understand it. I understand it. Just because I, I it's he does such a good job writing this to where you have to put yourself in his shoes, which is something I do pretty easily anyway. So I'm thinking, like, if I was in this situation, man, I would feel the exact same way. And do I, th- I think about, I think about, like, this is this is since I've been married. Three, four, maybe four years ago now, we went to uh, <laughs> my wife's alma mater's homecoming. <laughs> it's so like, <laughs> I didn't talk about it to her, but as we're driving down there, I'm thinking like, if we see this, if, if we see our college boyfriend, what type of energy am I going to have? I'm not, I'm, I'm grown, man. I'm not going to like fight you or anything like that, but I'm going to be a little salty emotionally. <laughs> Why? Because like, again, wasn't nearly as mature as I am now, but it's still kind of oh, like Colton Will Smith now. Go ahead. <laughs> you said it was four years ago. You, you just I've awesome. matured a lot in four years. Trust me, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> um, but still, it was still like, I mean, I'm a guy. Like you think about like this. This dude was with my woman, right? So. You wasn't in. You weren't in the picture. True. And you won. You got to True. What do you? What do you have to? What do you have to protect? I don't. I don't get. I don't. Maybe I'm not Derek Jackson, but I'm just like. It, I know. I know. I would. We didn't see him, but I know I would have been like on some. 
extra. <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm just trying to figure out why did you ha- why can you not just be yourself? Because I know too much. I think is that an insecurity there? Yes. Oh, I'm owning that. That's why it's easy for me to understand where Will Smith was coming from. Gotcha. I understand. I'm not saying I'm proud of that. You shouldn't be. Yeah, but I know me at the time <laughs> during that five hour drive, I was thinking about it at least four and a half hours why of that do, drive. Why do you feel like you can say nothing to your wife about it? Uh, insecurity. Because <laughs> I knew it wasn't right. Like, I knew I didn't need to be having that type of energy. Like, yeah, you are mine. Like, he so, could be married and moved on and talking with your wife when I'm like deflated it a little bit. Probably. But again, wrong frame of mind at that time in my life. I was so I was go, ready for so a pissing match. So if you go, so if you let's say she goes back down there in the next year or so, how do you handle it this time? Oh, Am I going to? Yes. Oh, you said she goes back down there. We if we go back. I mean, down only there, way only way you would go is if she went right. You're not I'm, going. You're not going to represent her. Sorry, at the listen to the question. Forgive me. Okay. You said if she goes back down there. At any rate. If we go that go down there to another homecoming or whatever, nah, it's whatever. Oh, so you? Oh, oh, what's up, man? Ronnie, yeah. So you have matured? Yeah, you listen to my podcast. So you have matured? Yeah, like, like I mean, in in that in that aspect in that aspect, I'm secure. Like, oh, yeah, good for you. I'm happy for you in that regard. Because, <laughs> and the only thing that's changed is your perspective. Yeah. Good. Good for you. I've had a lot of therapy in the past four years. Therapy is good. Therapy wins every time. I feel sorry for Will Smith. Just X Y. Just 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 to let you I feel I told you I've been feeling sorry for this man for a while. Since entanglement. Yeah. Yeah, actually. I feel sorry for Will Smith. I really do. And then didn't he say in the book that in terms of happiness, he's going to do him and she's going to do her? Yeah. I feel sorry. I haven't gotten to that part yet, but I did read the headline. with. Yeah. I feel so sorry for him. Okay. Both of them, actually, but especially him. What is it about that? Which part? The happiness, I'm going to do me and she's going to do her. What about that makes you feel sorry about him? Or sorry for him, excuse me. It sounds like he's coping. What do you what do you hear when you hear that? What? It 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 sounds like there's something unresolved within their relationship if they have to have happiness separate from each other. Mm. Coping. It sounds like he is coping with something that he cannot change in their relationship. Sound like he needs to go to the red table. No, they need to break that table in two Jeez, and burn it at the stake. It's provocative, though. Yeah, it is. There's blood on that table. <laughs> Bears. <laughs> yeah, and broken relationships. <laughs> Their relationship is bleeding. Yeah, dude. I feel I. That's all I heard, and I don't think the only. I don't think this is an insecurity. I just don't think I want the person that I am into looking at another man like that, that didn't give birth to her. 
mm. with the whole Pac thing. Mm. Like, that's a pro. Like, could you imagine being somewhere with your spouse, your wife, and you fawning over another woman? How that would make her feel? Oh, yeah. And vice versa. Right. Okay. We got to have a conversation. Like, listen. It, it's okay in jest. Mm, maybe not even well, just sometimes. Well, well, Listen, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. And just like, like, uh, my wife knows that Maya. You throwing names out here? No, Maya, the entertainer. My, M Y A. No, 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 no. no. Thank that's, you. That's different. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. Can you? Can you? Can you? He's talking about an actual person ta- you know. I'm talking about an actual relationship. Do you have? Do you? Do you? Do you have a relationship with Maya? In, <laughs> in your Maya. head. <laughs> was going there i knew you was fixing to answer it that way do you have like so yeah so you so you carry on an affair in your head with maya can you kill yourself in your head do you have like some like uh what can you put yourself in a face in your head i'm sorry black no problem while, while we're in your head can you do a few things for me <laughs> go ahead black now nah, i was gonna say like in Maybe in like your situation, you have like what people refer to like a work wife or something like that, someone you're really close to. I don't, play, jobs, I don't. I don't play around with stuff. I, like I that. know you don't. I'm just, that's why I'm asking him. Like, I don't know if I have a work wife. But you're familiar with the concept. Bro. Yeah, yeah. You think? You think they ever have a issue if like y'all went out to dinner and you're like y'all having conversation about stuff that she has nothing about, know nothing about, and y'all just having a good time and she would just be okay with it i don't i don't think my wife would trip over that honestly so if there was a woman who knew things about you that that your wife didn't know would that bother her and the fact that y'all have a strong connection already i really don't think it'd bother my wife knowing tab probably right right (laughs) She, uh, she, she's different. If it, if it did, I won't know about it until y'all were meant for each other. <laughs> Why you say that? <laughs> we'll talk about it after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you two were meant to be. <laughs> her with her but, long but, hair, like, no. but it, but I know, it. Right? I think, I think medium it's a testament. Hair. I think it's a testament to her security. Who has medium hair? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think it's a testament to her security. Okay, maybe I don't know it if it's security. I think I think it's more like she just don't care. Right. <laughs> right. She knows. She knows that you ain't going nowhere. I'm not going to. Number one, I'm not going anywhere. So number two, words, I will spark a conversation with the paint on this wall. Okay. Okay. I I know I know a hundred percent. If my wife was sitting right here, she'd say, "Yeah, Ronnie's not going anywhere." She could say that after 10 years, though, right? 10, 10, 12, 12, 12 years, right? Yeah. This was early in their relationship? The will and, will and yeah, yeah. Could she say that early on? Uh, probably not. Okay. Uh, that, okay, that's fair. Okay. That's all I'm saying is if you're going to have a relationship with someone like that, and maybe, maybe Jada had that conversation with Will about what he means to her versus what Hog means. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming, but what I am saying is you have to have some serious conversations in your relationship 
if you have that kind of dynamic going on because he talks about the way she looks at him if you're my woman I don't want you looking at anyone like that like that's that's not helping because you gotta do there's certain things you do you know this gatry better than anyone there's some things you do in your marriage to help your wife right Mm -hmm. feel secure and feel like she's number one oh yeah and so if 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 this what you're doing with with pot is so natural i'm like yo what are y'all doing what are y'all doing and that's and that's not even an insecurity thing it's just like we need to examine this relationship yeah like why why are we playing with this Mm. why are we playing with this it's okay if if that's where you you know what i mean yeah oh yeah it's okay i shouldn't i shouldn't have to feel like i have to compete with that right and there's no words you can tell me because you don't even look at me the way you look at him like that it's nothing you can tell me like that's biology yeah (laughs) you see what i'm saying that's biology i don't need you i'm looking at you you're drooling right so that that's so we talk about insecurity and and like that sometimes like the whole thing about with you going down and and acting that way with the ex-boyfriend that's insecurity right right but then there is straight up connection and sometimes you know there there are people who i think black had a funny episode about people who are best friends who are like people who are married but are best friends with other people or whatever that could be same sex yeah oh yeah or like they can be like i've seen dynamics like that and you can have that but even in those dynamics you ain't looking at each other like that it's it's, y'all is you got a female friend but she's like the bro almost right you know what i'm saying I didn't get I don't get bro vibes if he's making will you know what I'm saying that's all I'm saying I don't get bro vibes from that so that's what all. what do you think that I guess back then if they were mature enough what do you think the solution would have been like should she not I guess cut off their relationship or cut back or how do you think they should have probably approached it back then? I think the I think some soul searching would have been made on Jada's part as to how important Pac is versus how important Will is. Right? You get what you negotiate. So if Will is saying, I want to be number one in your life, but you this guy right here has how many years of a head start on me? And I see the way that you look at him. It's undeniable. You don't even see yourself. You got to decide. And I, I don't listen. I respect y'all's relationship. That's why I won't compete with it. You're going to have to be honest with yourself in terms of where your heart is. And she's going to have to be honest. If, if it's really with Will, then she's going to have to make some adjustments with her and Pac. If it's with Pac, then she need to let Will know where her heart is. I think it's really that simple because no person wants to feel like they on the outside looking into their own relationship because there's another person in the picture who has this connection that you're trying to get. Mm-hmm. They're taking all the oxygen out of the room. Yeah, man. So I, 
I feel God bless Will. He was on my prayer list, actually. Oh. I left him off. Yeah, add Will add Will to the prayer list. Y'all pray for Will. Last question, we'll move on. Does Jada need Sierra's prayer? <laughs> no, she got all the men she uh could ever oh. <laughs> she, she got a Russell Wilson and she had a future. Ooh. And she had, I mean, that's a double entendre. <laughs> she had future. She had August. She had. <laughs> I see what you did there, Black. Shout outs. Who you shout out? Okay, I guess we're done with. Uh, oh, who, 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 did you have another door? We'll get to no, you have a door. We'll get to it. Walker. Did you have a door? I'm here to. Did do you have another door? What you want to do? Did you have another door? Not anymore. Why are you act? Why are you this way? Why are you this way? Walker, I want to be cooperative. I, no, shut up. Cooperate and shut up. Why are you this way? You mean Gat being petty? Yes. Yes. Why are you, Why is he petty? Is he breathing? They're one and the same. You set me straight. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Why are you so petty? Yeah, you can talk. Okay. Um... Was that Patty or is that me being Patty. obedient? Okay. Obedient? Yeah. Why would you you don't listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> At all. <laughs> so so can a man change, to quote one of Walker's favorite questions. Change for what? Who's making you change? Who's asking you to change? I'm changing. It's not necessarily What influence. was your other door topic? <laughs> You're going to trash it. <laughs> How do you know that? I've surprised you before. <laughs> In both sides. I've trashed things you didn't think I would, and I've talked about things you thought I was going to trash. <laughs> Police abuse of black people. Trash. I didn't. I <laughs> Go ahead. He had to get the joke. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> What's the rest of it? Is not a black people problem. It is a white problem. Quoted by Ben and Jerry's co-founders, Ben Cohen and Jerry Greenfield. What makes you think I want to trash that? Because, I mean, I don't know if there's much to this. Like, you got to sell it, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that opening line, I think. What? How did you feel about that? Uh, I feel like it was kind of open and shut. Like, we, all three of us know that. The, I think the only shock value it has is coming from these two white men. Mm. With some very mid-grade ice cream, if I might add. You're going to eat it now, though, right? No. You're not gonna support them, they supporting us. Are they supporting us? According to your statement. Oh. You don't think so? Oh, no, this, not not si- this is not a sign of support. They're not allies? No. Okay. Wait a minute. They're not allies? I thought I was the one who had this high uh I thought I was the one who had this high um standard of allyship. <laughs> As, you, as someone likes to quote, et tu, Brute? <laughs> Y'all remember when I said that wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dark day for me. But anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't signify support for me, though. By saying it's a white problem? Right. That's, that's no different than me saying this wall right here is an off-white. But how many it is not a black? But how many? How many? How many white people are you gonna? How many white people are gonna even say that? Well, I got two. So that's two more than you knew. 
but they're not I allies. Guess, I guess I haven't really heard anybody. Yeah, I guess you're right. I haven't heard anybody be this blunt about it. Okay. Who made them say that? Just, just out the, just. Was it an interview? Yeah, it was, uh, they did an op-ed in USA Today. Ah. Okay. I mean, yeah, we can. We don't have to camp out there, but that I, that's interesting. Okay. Shout outs. Shout outs. I don't know who to shout out here. It's kind of like a two headed. Do both. Okay. I am going to shout out not necessarily Centenary College in Louisiana, but did you hear about this? No. Okay. I'm going. What's the name of it? Centenary. It's a liberal arts school in Louisiana. So after 196 years, Centenary finally grants tenure to a black professor. And uh, there, this guy's not the president. What do you call it? Well, the provost, I guess. The provost went on as, uh, I want to get this name right. Andia Augustine Billy is the first black professor to receive tenure. Um, the provost went on to say this history of not granting tenure to black professors was 100% linked to racism. And he credits not only Augustin Billy, that's his last name, uh, Augustin Billy, but he credits the African-American Studies program for being persistent in fighting the fight to see one of their own finally get granted tenure. But what's great about this, Walker, is... Andia Augustin Billy is the first. All of those behind him that qualify will receive tenure as well. So 196 years is a long time, Walker. I like progress. I think this is a form of it. Shout outs to everyone involved here. Go. Cool. <clears throat> My shout out is Keisha Thorpe. Keisha Thorpe is a 12th grade English teacher at International High School in Maryland. Good old Maryland. Now, she recently won a one of the one million dollar global teacher prize and was selected from a pool of more than 8000 educators across 121 countries now she plans to use this money to continue serving students and immigrant families here's a quote from her she says education is a human right and all children should be entitled to have access to it so this recognition is not just about me but about all the dreamers who work so hard and dare to dream of ending generational poverty her feeling is that education is definitely the key towards ending that evidence of her dedication to students is that between 2018 and 2019, this teacher helped students win nearly $6.5 million in scholarships towards 11 different colleges. So this is a woman who's definitely put her money where her mouth is and as well as where her hands is as well in terms of helping kids get access to quality education and reaching their potential, pursuing their dreams, 
Shout out to Keisha Thorpe for being an amazing educator. Who played themselves? Walker, this is really, this is really lean and it's really quick, but um, it's okay. This, I mean, is it all right? Up. I oh. put a lot of pressure on myself to get good ones. You yeah. shouldn't. Okay, it's just a, a player of the week, right? You stop listening by this point, anyway. <laughs> My player of the week is Darko Desich of Sydney, Australia. So Darko. <laughs> I always think of middle chicks. From yeah, I know. It, it was the first thing I thought, too. Darko um, is a 64-year-old former fugitive. He had been on the run for over 30 years for endless counts of robbery, grand larceny, things like this. But he always found a way to elude police and uh, federal authorities to the tune of 30-plus years on the run, like I said before. Mm. So I know you're thinking, like, if he's a former fugitive, that that must mean he got he was he got under custody. He got captured, right? So a man who'd been on the run for that long what in Australia, in Australia, what in Sydney? Yeah, Sydney, Australia. What? It's like an island. How you? Oh, go ahead. I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> this guy must have been that good. They're that trash. Go ahead. So, <laughs> so I know you're thinking like I was when I read it. How does a man like this get captured, right? What what does he do, right? He probably turned himself in, you know, whatever. None of the case. So apparently, according to Darko, he underwent a substantial amount of stress and anxiety to the point to where he had an emotional outburst on social media. <laughs> to where not only did he confess that he was involved in all these crimes, but he also gave his current location. <laughs> so uh, Darko, yeah, they, it's looking like he's going to do every bit of them 30 plus years. He was on the run <laughs> in jail. But hey, let's hope that um, his uh, mental condition improves while he's incarcerated. So, yeah, Darko. You big dummy. That's not how that works, by the way. But hey, 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 hey. This is not the American jail or prison system. Other countries believe in rehabilitation. Could happen. 30 years, huh? (laughs) I've tried walking. You just you won't give me anything. (laughs) I mean, you know. Young Darko. So is that life for him? Uh, Safe to say that's life in prison? Pretty much, yeah. It doesn't say exactly, but... So you're going to rehabilitate, rehabilitate and die in prison? Well, I mean... Would what? you, would you rather... What, 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 what you got? Would you rather die with a clear mind and soul? Or would you rather die of anxiety and panic attacks? What's the difference if you're in prison? Hey, the mind is never imprisoned. Prison is physical. He, his mind was imprisoned when he was on the run for 30 odd... 30 plus odd years because look how he turned himself in or look how he gave himself up. Walker just accepting and move on. That's too easy for him. I'm just trying to figure out how prison is is the solution to his rehabilitation. I said I hope. Oh, you're hoping. That word again. Got it. 
My player of the week goes to Damon Arnett. For those who don't know, that Damon Ar- Damon Arnett was the 19th overall pick in the first round of the 2020 NFL Draft. He was drafted by the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, if you recall the Las Vegas Raiders, they've been going through a whole lot as an organization. So from a PR standpoint, let's just let's just give the timeline, shall we? What wasn't it what just a month ago? Just a month ago, they had to fire their head coach because of some, some emails that surfaced that he was saying or emailing some saying some inappropriate things about certain people, right? Came a firestorm. Raiders had to act. Got rid of him, right? Just a week ago, former member of the team, receiver, was involved in a DUI that claimed the life of of a young lady and her dog. He gets cut by the team. So you already know that the last thing the Raiders need is any type of negative publicity at this point, right? Right. So you would think that you would keep a low profile considering what organization you're currently working for, right? Damon got cut by the Raiders after a video of him threatening to kill someone recently went viral. In this video, Damon could be seen showing off three different guns to the camera and making threats. The video was posted to IG before it made its way to other social platforms such as Twitter and TikTok where it exploded. Now, I don't know if it was posted to his account but it got posted and he was front and center like he was in a 90s music hype Williams video. Damon, it was already stated that he was already considered a project because of on and off the field type of situations coming out of college. I hate it for this guy. Hopefully he can bounce back. Hopefully he can get his mind right and understand what's important and prioritize and make wise decisions. But you cost yourself some money, a lot of money. Hopefully you can bounce back. Good luck, bro. Khaled. Congratulations. You played yourself. That's all I got. That's all you got. Yeah. Get it's a wrap for me. Walker. It is. Yeah. At least for now. I'll be back next week. And for those looking forward to seeing him back next week, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to the latest and greatest episode. Be sure to follow us on the streaming platforms that you're using to stream this podcast and follow us on social media as well. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the THA tipping point. That's one word. Also guys go out to our YouTube page and subscribe there as well. Yeah. Hit it. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. Guys, go in peace. Have a great, productive week. Be safe out there in those streets, okay? It can be kind of dangerous at times. As always, Caesar Walker. This guy across the table over here looking at the camera is Ronnie Gatry with the Tipping Point Podcast. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>